Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show. I'm your host, Kenei Quarter, National Certified Counselor and the world's number one clinical financial hypnotherapist. Each week, I'll share with you the research I'm uncovering as I chronicle the search for meaning over money. My interviews, tips, and resources will help you determine what you need to get the most out of your practice and your life. Because life is about more than money. It's about meaning. So let's get into today's show. Well, hello, my prosperos. Guess what? It is Mental Health Awareness Month. And if you thought I was excited about Financial Awareness Month, oh my goodness, you are in for a treat this month. We're going to talk about a few things. Today, we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. People want to know if it's a real thing. And I want to talk to you about that. But more importantly than just having a conversation about it, I really want to help you get over it, get through it, overcome it. Whether you do one-on-one with me, get in the group or just kind of hang out with me here on the podcast, I want to make sure you have everything you need to have the healthiest mental health you can, the healthiest mental health. I'm pretty sure that's probably not said correctly, but you know what I mean. Like, I just want you at your best, your absolute best. And it is all about your mental, your mentality. A lot of people say mindset. I'm all, I'm all about life set. And your life is going to be set to whatever your mentality is. So you've got to master your brain. And in mastering your brain, you're going to master this idea of imposter syndrome. So that's just one of the things that we're going to talk about this month. But I also want to talk about the stress associated with guilt, the stress associated with greed. I'm going to tell my mental health story. Yeah, I think it's important that you know, and and it starts very young. So yeah, I could have been diagnosed with a pretty severe diagnosis But my doctor, my primary care doctor, my pediatrician said no. And because he said no, that changed my life. And I'm going to tell you about that. That's probably going to be the fourth episode, third or fourth. And then I'm going to ask my daughter, Jocelyn, to join me for one episode. It'll either be the last episode of May, Mental Health Awareness Month, or it'll be the first episode of June. So you're in for some really good episodes. Okay, so I hope you're ready. Get ready to change your mental health starting right now. Not even a countdown. I'm not even going to count down to it. It's happening right now. You feel it? Really? Do you feel it? Because it is happening. I am putting out energy before my words to shift your mentality. But I want to start with asking you, why do you have imposter syndrome? Hmm. Do you know? I do. And I want to share it with you. Now I have about mm, eight to 10 things I want to share with you. So hang in there with me. This is not going to be too long of an episode, but it is going to be very full. So be ready to take notes. Luckily, you know, we have our show notes available for you, but I think you should take notes too, because when you write things down, they really get solidified. Of course, if you're driving, I say, go back and listen to this again. I say, go back to this again, even if you're sitting down listening. So why do you have imposter syndrome? I want to help you answer 
that question. And by helping you answer that question, it'll help you overcome because you're going to go back through all those things that I'm about to tell you. And then you're going to put some effort towards shifting them. Now, whether you do that with me and Prosperity Club, private with one of our trained hypnotherapists, or you find somebody else in the world to help you, this will set the groundwork. This will be the foundation for what you want to adjust. Good. It sounds like we have an agreement. I love those. So the first thing I want to point out to you is that you think you need to know it all. Now, that might not be you, because remember, I'm going to give you like eight to 10 reasons. But maybe you think you need to know it all. Maybe you think you have to get it all down first before you can do the thing. And maybe you went out to do the thing before you knew it all. Guess what? You're never going to know it all. Hopefully, you're in an industry that's evolving, that's growing, because if you're not, it's probably dying out. So you're going to be changing industry soon. You're not going to know it all. Don't even try. But you should be a lifelong learner. You should be adding to your knowledge daily, shoot hourly, minutely. I love to add Lee on the end of words, as does the rest of the world, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you should always be learning. So you're never going to really, truly know it all. But you should be an expert in your field. The authority, the authority, the person that everybody goes to. Like, think of something. Think of like, let's say nutrition. You probably have a person that you like to go to for nutrition. You're like, oh, that person, she knows everything about nutrition. She's the authority to you. Maybe spirituality. You're like, oh, this person, that person is the authority on this area. So you become an authority. And the being authority doesn't mean that you know it all. It means that you're willing to learn it all. You are the authority. You know a lot and you know probably a lot more than anybody else in your field. But the bottom line is you're going to continue to learn. So as you evolve, because the people, as you pass down the information to the people who are longing for it, you'll continue to grow so that they can continue to follow you. And yes, follow is a thing. And that's okay. That's another reason, which was not even on my list, that you have imposter syndrome because you don't think people should follow you. Then stop being a leader. Yeah, you are a leader and that's okay. Admit it to yourself. You are a leader. Can you say that with me? I am a leader. Good. How easy was that? Now you just have to believe it. That's a another step. Step one is awareness. Step two is belief, allowing, expecting. Yes, we can talk about that as well. It's kind of like, you know, law of attraction stuff, which I get asked about a lot. That'll be in one of our Q&A episodes. Now, here's another reason why you have imposter syndrome. You lied your way to the top. You weren't being yourself. Now, I don't mean you were like lying maliciously. Some of you were. And then some of you were just lying or exaggerating or what, what they call fake it till you make it. Right. You just weren't being yourself. You lied your way to the top. And when you got there, you're like, oh, shoot. First of all, I don't know who I am. And second of all, 
I don't know if I like myself. And third of all, how do I get to the person I was supposed to be and get rid of this person? But wait, if I do that, then maybe I'll end up going back down to the bottom. I guess I just have to stay this person, but they don't really know that this isn't really me. You see how this goes? This is why you have imposter syndrome. You lied your way to the top. But right now, right now, in this moment, you can begin to be yourself. You can do it. It's not difficult. And I'm going to show you how. Now, it can be painful (laughs) to shift, become authentic. Some of us don't even know what that word means. They don't even know who they are. Some of us are searching for who we are, but not really clear on if we'll ever find ourselves. You can, and I'll show you. But I want to talk to you about number three. Many of you are trading in self-consciousness for self-confidence. Yeah, you could choose self-confidence. You could choose to be confident about what you know, what you've done so far, your accomplishments. You can also be self-confident about your goals. You've, you've reached your goals before, you'll do it again. So be confident about that. You can be confident about the people who know you. Yeah, because sometimes people are name dropping and they're like, oh, I know this person and I know this person and I know this person, but do they know you? So you can find some prestige in the people who know you. You can find some prestige in where you've been and in where you're going. You'll find prestige in what you know and what you're learning. Self-confidence. But you're walking around with self-consciousness and that's making you feel like an imposter. And it's easy to trade in self-confidence. You have evidence. Just look at the evidence. Last episode, I talked about the truth and the facts. Now, this is a really complex or convoluted, almost esoteric and woo-woo way of looking at life. But the facts are one thing and the truth is another. Like, is it true that the world could blow up tomorrow? Is it true that you could walk out your house and get hit by a car? Is it true, you know, that all these bad things could happen, right? Is it true that maybe you don't know enough? All of that is true. But the fact is you're here right now. You're the leader in this industry. They're listening to you. That's the fact right now in this moment. Who cares about the future? Which is another reason why you have imposter syndrome. Because you think you have to stay the same forever. Oh no, what if I change? Then they won't like me anymore. Then you'll get a new group of people that like you. If you change and people stop liking you, that's not your problem. That's their problem. What's wrong with growth? What's wrong with growth? I was talking to a lady just the other day at one of my Breakthrough to Clarity sessions. So our Breakthrough to Clarity session is a session that if you want to talk to me and see if you want to go into our private retreat, then you'll have a Breakthrough to Clarity session with me. And in the Breakthrough to Clarity session, I do some hypnotherapy. I kind of look at your past, where you are right now, where you want to be, all of these things. Well, in this, the lady was telling me how nobody listens to me. Nobody listens to me. Now, this is 
a very smart lady. She's a doctor and she's saying that her family doesn't listen to her. And the truth is, it's because her voice isn't loud enough. She doesn't believe in what she's saying. Now she knows it's the truth. She knows what she's learned. She knows it has helped many people heal. But when she gets around her family, she gets very self-conscious rather than self-confident. And as she's growing and learning, and maybe they knew her before she had all this language, all this knowledge, and so they're not giving her her respect. But bottom line, she has it. She ha- but she has to demand it. And that's what you'll have to do. Even as you evolve, as you become this next person, you're going to demand it again and again and again. So you have imposter syndrome because you're afraid to grow. Hmm. You also have imposter syndrome because of this one. You're comparing apples to oranges. Now, you can we can talk about that in so many different ways. You're comparing yourself to others. Sometimes you're comparing the middle of your journey to somebody's end, right? They've been doing this 25 years and you're looking at your 10-year mark. Why are you doing that? That's unfair to you. They don't really care. It doesn't bother them that you're comparing yourself to them. First And second of all, you're comparing apples to oranges because you can't see deeply, intimately into their life, but you can see deeply and intimately into your own life. So you're comparing their highlight reel with your blooper reel. Not a fair comparison. Also, maybe they're in a completely different industry than you are and you're comparing yourself to them. Oh, why am I not like this person? Why is this not happening for me? Then you're also comparing apples to oranges in the sense that you said what you wanted and you then decided to focus on what you didn't have. So that made you feel like an imposter. If you were completely focused on what you wanted, then you could compare your life to somebody else's who was completely focused on what they wanted. Now, comparing is a waste of time anyway, but I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, at least compare on even ground. Stop comparing apples to oranges. There are so many variables. And even if you are comparing two apples, let's say that, but you're comparing like a Granny Smith apple to a Washington apple. I think that's the one I mean, the red one. That's the Washington, right? I think so. Yeah. For those of you who eat apples, I'm old blood type. We can't eat apples. But when I did, I used to like the Granny Smith apples. And I'm sure you really wanted to know that. (laughs) But don't send me any Granny Smith apples because I can't eat them anymore. But I do like pears, though. (laughs) No, you're like, hey, stop it. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's get back on track. Why do you feel like an imposter? But you see there? You see what I just did right there? Do you? Did you? Do you see? I was just being myself in that moment. Why? Because you want me to beat myself. It's so encouraging. It feels so good to be around somebody who can be themselves because it gives you permission to be yourself. All the joys and all the flaws. And that is what I love about Prosperity Club. That in Prosperity Club, I get to mess up and say, oh, guys, I'm so sorry. I made a mistake. I gave you the wrong link. Here's the right link. Enjoy me over here. (laughs) I'm sorry. Right. Or one day I can be like Jesus Gandhi 
and Mother Teresa all wrapped in one and doing all kind of works and great things and healing people and whoo is like church and prosperity club. <laughs> well, both of those are me. This powerful, majestic, flawed, <laughs> mistake making, bold and crass sometimes woman all 100% all the way can I. Oh, that feels so good. And if you could just be 100% all the way, John, Reggie, Felicia, Heather, Hillary. Yeah. Could you be all the way, Tracy? Could you be all the way, Jackie? Could you be all the way, Robert? Yes. The answer is yes. Don't sit over there questioning whether you can or be or not. Are you really seriously thinking about this? Stop thinking about it and just do it. Be it. Don't. We are not having this conversation again. Yes. The answer is yes. You can be yourself. You can have a life of meaning. And it really isn't that hard, but it does take effort. Do you hear me? It's not that hard, but it does take effort. And I know you're willing to put forth effort because you're here and you're listening to this episode. And you probably listen to other podcasts, similar to this one, getting you on your path to prosperity. So let's go. Forget this imposter syndrome thing you've been feeling. Let it go. Now, let me continue. Another reason why you have imposter syndrome, you are going to crack up about this one. You haven't hired enough smart people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, Kanae? What are you talking about? Yeah, you haven't hired enough smart people. If you hire like yes people, if you hire like yes people, people who just say yes to all the things you do and they don't help you grow, then you're going to feel like an imposter because you know they're lying to you. So you've been lying to get up to the top and then they've been lying to help you. Hopefully you will take them to the top with you. Mm-hmm. But why don't you hire some smart people with wisdom and people who can take on the task you hand over to them? You're not good at everything, but you're trying to put your hands in all the things so that you can pretend to be. Why are you pretending? Stop. Delegate. Hire smart people. And I'm not even saying you have to hire many people. I'm not even saying that you have to hire, like they have to be full time. I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying hire smart people. Money doesn't change you. It makes you more of who you are. So who are you? I can help you answer that. Did you know that financial hypnotherapy can help you discover yourself? It's true. And what it does, even better than help you discover yourself, is to discover where you've been, your money story. You know how in our IT formula, we say identify who you are, set an intention for who you want to be, and then tame your brain to get you on the path to prosperity. Well, in order to get where you're going, you really do have to know where you're starting. And that's why I created the Life of Meaning Assessment to help you determine where you are 
identify. And this is important because you'll never get where you're going if you don't know where you're starting. So many of us are going through life feeling burnout, stressed, financially overwhelmed. And you know that money is the number one cause of stress, whether you have it or not. And that's what's overwhelming us. But we can change that. And it starts with identifying. So take the life of meaning assessment. Go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash clarity. Because whatever it is that's stressing you out and keeping you up at night is also keeping you stuck, keeping you away from your idea of prosperity, blocking you from a life full of meaning and money. So find out how close or far you are from finding your idea of prosperity. Go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash clarity. You'll be so glad you did. And of course, the link is in the show notes. So continue listening and take the assessment right after you're done with this episode. But let me go back. So remember I talked about apples and oranges you were comparing. There's something else I forgot to mention, and that is your pro- what I call your prosperity birthright. And I talk a lot about this in the path to prosperity pop-up hypnotherapy session that I do. And I don't do it as often as I used to, but I still have them. So make sure you get on our mailing list so that you'll know when the next one is happening. But your prosperity birthright, you're either a wise one, a leader, a reaper or a showman. Now I borrowed these from the ancient Ayurvedic principles And I kind of tweak them a little bit to make them modern. So this is not a science. This is my philosophy, our prosperity philosophy. And I'm not going to break down each one. But if you're a wise one, you probably look at a leader and you're comparing yourself to a leader. Now, a leader needs a wise one around him or her at all times because leaders are not necessarily wise, but they are leaders. People will follow them, right? If you're a showman, you might be comparing yourself to a reaper and the reaper is just making money. Don't don't even know how. They just do it. They reap, 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 turn things into money just like that. Not even a lot of effort. And you as a showman, you probably think I should be higher or paid more than I am because people love you and you do entertain them and they love being around you. But for some reason, you're comparing yourself to a reaper. So you see, you could be comparing yourself to somebody whose birthright is completely different than yours, which is a total waste of time and causes you to feel like an imposter because you think you're supposed to be a reaper or you think you're supposed to be a leader or a wise man or a wise one or a reaper, reaper, leader, wise man, showman, whatever it is that you think you're supposed to be, but you're not because you're the other one. Stop focusing on the other one. Focus on who you are. Just focus on who you are and do that and be a hundred. Like I said a few seconds ago, be a hundred percent that you. And so this is going to add on to, you know, number five, where I was saying you don't hire enough smart people. Well, this is like five B or five A, whatever the second part of five, but let's let's call it six, but it connects to five, which is you're not all the way in your lane. 
So you know how, I'll give you a great example because I'm a financial hypnotherapist. Now, for a while, I wasn't claiming the the word financial in front of hypnotherapists, but I'm also clinical. I, I am trained. I got a master's degree in mental health counseling. So there's a name that I can make for myself that not many people can. Not many people were series seven licensed and also mental health license. And I decided to get a certification, not a state license so that I can work nationally and even globally. And so I'm a particular kind of person, but I stay in my lane now. Now I didn't always stay in my lane. I was dibbling and dabbling over here and over there. Now I will tell you if somebody is willing to pay my rates that, and they really are willing to work. Like lately I have had a, a parent come to me to work with their teenager and I agreed. Now, that's not my target market. And because I'm a financial hypnotherapist, and that's not his real challenge, he's not having a financial challenge. He's really having a growth challenge. He's, but what he is having a challenge is, is becoming himself. His life is confusing. He doesn't fit the cookie cutter American dream life. And because of that, it's driving him crazy. But in driving, it's putting so much pressure and stress on him. It's also putting stress on his parents. So all of this stress in the house is unnecessary, but it's happening. And we've got to get it to go away. And so when I see the pain of a parent, when I see the pain of an adopted parent even more, when I see a pain of a child, and when I see a pain of an adopted child even more, my heart goes out and I will work with them. Now, that is my lane because that's actually where I started. I started working with high achievers because I was first, when I first started my practice, working with high achievers' children because it's very stressful when your parents are high achievers. Very stressful. A lot of anxiety in these children. And so you guys listening, you're high achievers. Know that your children right now are likely very stressed out trying to keep up with your standards. Some of your children do not want to be high achievers. Yeah, which is another reason why you feel like an imposter because you're also measuring other people. Like, what is your spouse doing? That reflects on you. What are your children doing? That reflects on you. What did your parents do? That reflects on you. It's like, no, just you are you. Yes, we're all connected, but you're not. My father, my biological father was a drug addict for like 40 years or some long amount of time. Right now in this moment though, he has rehabilitated, got his own apartment. I mean, this man was homeless for years. And for when I was a teenager, I did not want him to come around because he embarrassed me. But that was his life. Somehow I saw him as a reflection of me. And I was like, no, that's his life. Those are choices he made. I've made different choices. So you are not your parents. You are not your children. You are not your spouse. You have your own identity. So separate your identity and stop trying to control your spouse so that they make you look good and your children so they make you look good and just focus on being 100% you and make yourself look good because you've delegated to smart people because you're all the way in your lane, making a name for yourself. You're the expert and you are the authority in your industry. You're sticking with your prosperity birthright. So here's another one. I think I'm like on eight or nine right now, but let go of titles. 
titles get in the way. And I know you, I said you need to stay in your lane. And I know you, I said you need to make a name for yourself, but I'm not talking about any titles. Let go of the titles. And my, my healthcare professionals, my doctors and my nurses sometimes have the hardest time letting go of those titles because you work so hard for them. Let me tell you, I let go of my series seven license within my 66 as well. These are the licenses that made me a broker, that made me a advisor. But I let them go. And sure, I just said a few minutes ago, I'm a financial hypnotherapist, kind of a title I gave myself. And that's what I'm talking about. You can give yourself a title, but those titles that society gives out that you try to stick to, which don't allow you to grow, because maybe you knew when you were five years old, you wanted to become a doctor, or maybe you knew when you were 12 years old that you wanted to become a fashion designer. And then if you go and do something else besides that, you're like, wait, I can't do that. I'm this. You are whatever you want to be in this moment. Be it, but be 100%. It put your all into it. Hire smart people to get you there. Even if that smart person is a mentor. Yeah. Hire smart people that can work with you, support you to help you get to your dream. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) That just rhymes. So, you know, I kind of impressed myself right there. (laughs) So let go of the titles because it's hard to fit all of you into one title. So if you've been listening to me for a while, then maybe long time ago, you remember I had you write your introduction, like how you want to be introduced when you come to the stage. And my introduction was, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for happily married, New York Times bestselling author, highly paid, highly sought after, international speaker and millionaire hypnotherapist, Kene Quarter. Oh, I forgot in excellent health. Yes. So like all of that is me. Now tell me what title you're going to give me. Mm-hmm. I kind of said a lot of titles in there, like there's author in there, there's speaker in there, there's hypnotherapist in there, there's life changer in there, there is excellent health. So this, she's healthy, she's married, so there's wife in there, she's a mother. There's just so many titles that you can just let go of them because you're trying to be, oh, this is what mother looks like. Oh, this is what wife looks like. Oh, this is what husband looks like. Oh, this is what CEO looks like. Oh, this is what hypnotherapist looks like. Oh, this is what nutritionist looks like. Oh, this is what naturopath looks like. All of these titles, let them go. Just let them go. You can use them in conversation so people know who you are and so that you can get business. Understand, I'm not saying to let go of your titles when you're trying to get business. I'm saying let go of your titles mentally. Because all of this is on a mental level. Physically, if you need to have a business card, I don't need a business card. But if you need a business card and you want to put a title on there, put a title on there. Just just don't try to fight to stay into that title. Whatever you do to evolve and then let the people you, you get to know, let them know that you are not just that title. You're more than that. So part of the reason why you feel like an imposter is because you're trying so hard to fit into that title and you're too big for that title. It's really hard to fit all of you into one thing. Be all that you are. Now, earlier I said you have a prosperity birthright. But bottom line, we are all leaders in one way or another. We are all followers in one way or another. 
We are all spectators in one way or another. So understand where you are and when you are that. Sometimes you feel like an imposter because really you should be spectating. You should be watching. You're on Clubhouse and you can't get a word in edgewise. You want to be able to say something. The other person is saying so much more and you're feeling like an imposter because you can't one-up them with your brilliant words. Maybe you're just supposed to spectate in that moment. Or maybe you're just supposed to second their motion. Yes, what she said. Follow her, guys. That was brilliant. Follow her. Maybe you are the leader in that moment. Says, look, sometimes I get on Clubhouse and I just listen. Sometimes I get on Clubhouse and I'm like, wow, this is my friend or my colleague. And wow, she is blowing it up the stage. She is dropping bombs all over the place. And then I get on Clubhouse and I drop bombs. I'm talking about, oh, all just bam, 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 bam. And you know why I drop bombs? You want to know why? Because a lot of times people are saying what they think people want to hear. And I'm saying the exact opposite of that. I'm saying the industry is telling you this. I'm telling you this. You've been hearing this all your life. I'm telling you this. You don't have to listen to me. You don't have to believe me. But when it starts to play out in your life, you're going to say, oh, that's what Kanae was talking about. I do not care. I am so unattached to whether or not this is right for you. Because I know that I could be planting a seed right now. I know that I could be watering a seed that somebody else planted a year ago. But I also know I could be the one harvesting your seed. And that's when you and I usually work together successfully when we're in the harvest mode. I am not going to force somebody who is just getting a seed planted into them to go to financial hypnotherapy. It will be so painful for both of us. And that's why I only work with people who are either an eight, nine, or 10 on the ready scale. I always ask people, where are you on the scale? One to 10. One being, I'm not going to do anything you tell me. 10, I'm going to do everything you suggest. That's who I work with. Eight, nine, 10. If you're not there, I don't want to work with you. I don't have to beg for you to heal. You got to be in enough pain to want to heal. Another reason why you feel like an imposter, you're begging people to do business with you. If they're not ready, that's on them. They're just, wait, it's not personal. Last reason why you're taking it personally. Do you know the four agreements? Have you ever read the four agreements? Where Don Miguel Ruiz says, don't take, don't take anything personally. That's one of the four agreements. This is one of the reasons why you feel like an imposter. Because over and over and over again, you keep taking it personally. Stop. Nothing that others do is because of you. Everybody's working off their own perspective. And the moment you are asking them to work off of your perspective, the moment you are trying to tune into their perspective. Oh, how do they see me? Doesn't matter. You'll never figure it out. Let it go. And just be you. All the way, Lydia. All the way, James. All the way, Bryce. You know what I'm saying? How would it feel? How would it feel if you could be 100% yourself? 
just authentic. You wouldn't feel like an imposter. Your mental health wouldn't suffer. You'd have so much peace that it would take you to a place that would help you soar more and more and more. You'll have a life of meaning, clarity, your idea of prosperity. Whether you're at multi-millions or multi-thousands or hundreds. Because that's where it starts. Just being happy no matter where you are. Just being secure and confident no matter where you are. I would try and recap this, but I don't even know if I can. Because I was like, just dropping it as it was coming. Let me see if I can. So you feel like an imposter because you think you need to know everything and you don't. Because... You lied your way to the top and you weren't being yourself and now you want to be and and it doesn't feel good because you don't even know who you are and you don't know how to shift. You are self-conscious rather than self-confident. You haven't hired enough smart people. You're not living in your prosperity birthright and you're not all the way in your lane that I I did say that too. And like, you're not all the way you like 100% you. And then you haven't let go of your titles. You're just stuck in your title and, and you're not then you're too big for that title. You're not being your big self. Oh, oh, I got one last one. Another reason why you feel like an imposter is because everybody has told you to think big, think big, think big, think big, dream big, whatever, whatever. Stop all of that. Everything that comes out of you is big already. See everything as a miracle or as you know, nothing. It's just normal. So you're either going to see one, either everything you do is big or everything you do is just normal. If you see things as this stuff I do is little and this stuff I do is big or this stuff somebody else does is big and this thing I do is small, then yeah, you are going to feel like an imposter syndrome. You are going to have imposter syndrome. So don't think big. (laughs) I know everybody in the world, all the self-help people, all the self-development people are telling you to think big. It's BS. Don't think big. That is not the way hypnotherapy works. That is not the way law of attraction works. That is not the way neuro-linguistic programming works. You think believable. So if you first have to believe, I know I can get to the end of this day. That is truth, but it's not a fact. You have no idea if you will or not, but if you believe it and you do, then you just proved it to yourself. I know I can get this person to go on a date with me. If you do it, you'll believe it. I know I can close this deal. If you do it, you'll start believing it. Show yourself that you can do it and you will. And that truly is the end. When you believe it, you will soon see it. I mean, very soon, like even sooner than that. Mm -hmm. But you got to believe it. And you got to send that belief out into the universe and watch your imposter syndrome go away. I'll see you next week. Enjoy your healing. Hey there. I know you want to become a prosperity pro. And one of the ways to do that is to take 
our money mentality quiz. Now at Presidential Lifestyle, we call your money personality, your money mentality. And we've learned that your money mentality is your money reality, whether you deserve it or not. Now, in my years of clinical practice, I found there are seven money mentality types. Do you know your money mentality? Well, you should, because not knowing it could be holding you back from getting to your next level financially. Maybe you're a spender or a saver, or you could be an enthusiast or a hero. Now, I know you may not have heard of the last two, but if you take the quiz, you'll find out your money mentality. It's easy, fun, and only takes three minutes because you already know all the answers. Take the money mentality quiz. It'll help you name your money personality so you can tame your thoughts, feelings, and actions around money. So go ahead, take the quiz. The link is in the show notes and you might even want to share it with a friend. Thanks for listening all the way to the end, my Prosperity Pro. I want to stay connected with you. Here are four ways. Pick the one that works best for you if you want to stay connected with me. One, if you have any questions, I'd love to answer them. Send them to podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. I'd love it if you would make a one or two minute audio message and attach it to an email. That'd be the easiest way for me to get it. Ask me anything about creating a life of meaning over money and I'll get you an answer. Remember the email address is podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. Two, subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends because you guys might want to have a discussion about it especially if they're a CEO who wants to shift from the old American dream to a life of meaning. Three, we try not to have any sponsors on this show unless they are truly in line with our values. I mean, really a good fit. So that means we fund this podcast ourselves. I'd like you to take a look at our resource page to see if there's any products or services that we recommend that are right for you. If not, no worries, maybe later. If so, please use our affiliate link to purchase. Thank you in advance for doing that. You are such an amazing person. Okay, four and last. If you want to know what's happening over here at Presidential Lifestyle and you want us to email you the update, then go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now and you'll see the current updated blog for the week but you'll also see a link to subscribe to that blog we can email it to you if you like that's presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now don't worry you don't have to remember that link or any links they're all in the show notes oh and I forgot to say If you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and leave us a review and tell us how much you're enjoying it. And now for the legalese. This podcast is not to replace professional counsel. The best advice is from a professional who knows you and your specific situation. The topics discussed in this podcast are general in nature and for informational or entertainment purposes only. We encourage you to meet with a professional that you can discuss your specific situation with. 
Whether you choose us or someone else, one-on-one counsel is important, whether it's a financial, therapeutic, legal, or other decision. So that's all for now. I'll see you next episode. And remember, you can have wealth in all of its forms. Believe it, and you'll soon see it.